The message you're about to listen to is of Oikea Christian Centre. Remain blessed as you listen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Don't mind me. Just sit down. <laughs> Woo! Glory to God. Oh, Ikea, it's good to be here with you tonight. Hallelujah. I want to appreciate the leadership of this assembly. All the pastors. Dr. Femi, thank you for the privilege and opportunity. The leadership pastors. Appreciate every one of us members for putting together this kind of meeting where we come to be fired up as we start the year. We trust God to experience refreshings by the power of God's Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. I came with one of my, well, actually, my associate pastor this evening, Pastor Tulope Father. Please let me appreciate him tonight. Glory to God. We only see the two of us together in one meeting. But this is one meeting that it's just a blessing to have him here. Glory to God. Hallelujah. How many of you are ready for a shift? Glory to God. You know, God's spirit is here already. He's already at the work. Glory to God. So there are things you will hear tonight that will cause you to do what you've not done before. There are things you will hear that will propel you beyond the places you've been to before. There are things that will be communicated tonight by the power of God's spirit through words that will awaken your consciousness to the more that God has in store for you. Glory to God. Now, if I'm speaking too fast, just wave your hands to slow me down. Amen. I can get a little bit more excited when the power of God is already upon me. Glory to God. The power of God is upon me as I speak. So I'm trying to calm down. So if you are not yet in the flow, get in the flow. Raise your leg. Raise his next leg, raise your hand, shout a little. If people are not warm at all, shout a little. <laughs> Laugh a little. Jump a little. And now you are, you are warming up, you are warming up, you are warming up now. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Colossians 1. I'm going to read from verse 9. Let's look at God's word together tonight. As we flow in the spirit. Tell your neighbor, I'm not conservative. I'm not conservative. I'm not reserved. I'm born again. Uh -huh. Glory to God. <laughs> All right, so Colossians 1 verse 9. For this cause we also, since the day we had it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you might walk worthy of the law unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Paul is praying for the church at Colossae, and I want you to pay attention to the, how he picks his words. He says, for this cause, what caused the fact that they were saved, the fact that they loved the brethren, the news of their love for the brethren had come abroad to Paul and to other ministers. Paul says, there's a particular prayer I'm praying. So if a man comes into Christ, a man gets saved, how do you pray for that man? Paul says, number one, because you are saved, you are not a prayer point or a source of thanksgiving. You are not a prayer point, you are a source of thanksgiving. In verse 3, it says, we give thanks to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you, since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love which you have to all saints. 
So when it comes to a saint, what's the best way to pray for a saint? You pray giving thanks. Because a saint is the work of God. See, I'm God's work. See, I'm God's workmanship. I'm what God did in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. So Paul, knowing that we have frailties, we have weaknesses, sometimes we have faults. Paul is still saying from the perspective of God, what he has done. When we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus, in other words, when we heard that you became God's work, we cease not to give thanks for you. So when we are praying for you, we precede all prayers for the saints with thanksgiving. Now, verse 9 is a focal point. It says, we also, since we had it, do not cease to pray for you, and to desire you might be filled with the knowledge of his will, in all wisdom and what spiritual understanding, that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. So he says, we want you to be filled with the knowledge of his will, to have a supernatural comprehension of that for which Christ has apprehended you. He says that you may walk worthy. That means you will measure up. So there is a standard you were called unto. There are provisions that have been apportioned to you that you are meant to measure up to. You may walk. The walk of the believer is a walk of faith. He now says that you may walk worthy. To walk worthy means that you measure up to the high calling of God that he has given you in Christ Jesus. It says you may walk worthy. So we're praying that you might be filled with the exact knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding so that you might walk. So revelation knowledge to translate to walking. That's what it means. You may walk worthy. Let me use a, number, uh, a more consistent contemporary phrase. You may live up to expectations. It says there's an expectation that you ought to live up to now that you are in Christ Jesus, I will come by revelation knowledge, so that you become fruitful in every good work. So you are a creation of good works. Good works abound in you. But there is revelation knowledge that enables your work and causes you to be fruitful in good works. So there is good works, which is as a result of your salvation in Christ Jesus. There's revelation knowledge of those good works, Okay, and that revelation affects your work, and your work shows proof in how works are manifested through you. Glory to God. So it says that you may walk worthy of the Lord unto all that's pleasing, being fruitful. So every believer has good works, but then being fruitful in good works is a different thing entirely. So you can have good works and not work in good works. For instance, to win souls is a good work, to give to the gospel is a good work, to heal the sick is a good work. To minister spiritual is a good work. It says that, that you may walk worthy so that you can become fruitful. So fruitfulness in the good works that constitutes every single believer is a function of what? Revelation knowledge. Say amen. That is not automatic. That is a function of prayer. Paul says that we pray for you that you might be filled. That means your consciousness may be immersed in the knowledge of his will. Glory to God. So we have believers who live far below their privileges. We have believers who have good works that are not shown in thought. But it says that you may walk worthy. So you measure up. You measure up. For instance, that you are redeemed from the cause of sickness and disease does not mean that you won't face challenges when it comes to sickness and disease. But it also means that you have more than a conqueror dream that loved you. 
In other words, that you are walking in the fullness of the fact that Christ has redeemed us from the cost of the law means you are walking what you say, amen. In other words, therefore, let's put it this way. Your walk is a function of your affirmation and your confessions. You cannot walk beyond what you acknowledge and what you affirm. Philippians 1.6 says, sorry, Philemon, not Philippians. Philemon, it has only one chapter, verse 6 says, that the communication of your faith, that is Paul saying the same thing using a different phraseology. It says that the communication of your faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. So there are good things in me. As I sit here tonight, there are good things in me because I'm in Christ Jesus. As he is, so am I in this world. And I says that the communication of your faith, that's your faith in expression, may become effectual. So the degree to which my faith is effectual is the degree to which I acknowledge the good things that I mean in Christ Jesus. He's saying the same thing in a different way. He says the communication of my faith, my faith finding expression is as a result of how much I've been able to acknowledge. And now that there are things to acknowledge is one thing, and I'm acknowledging what I ought to acknowledge is another matter. So he says that the communication of your faith may become effectual. So my faith finds full expression to the degree to which I acknowledge the good things that are in me as a result of my union with Christ. Glory to God. For instance, now, there is no believer that lacks ability. There is no believer that lacks power. You were born into power. You are a creation of power. You were raised in power. You are seated in power. Wherever you are, you are fertilizing with power. But there is an acknowledgement of that power that makes your faith effectual in that area. So there are believers who have learned to acknowledge more of that power than you have, but the power is the same. It's called the exceeding greatness of his power, which he accomplished in Christ when he raised him from the dead. So when he raised him, he raised you. And when he raised you, the power that raised him is no less than the one that raised you. So wherever you are seated, the power that raised him is in no less manifestation than when he was raised from the dead. Glory to God. Now it says, the exceeding that you may know what is of his calling and what is the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he accomplished in Christ. When? 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 In other words, he's describing how the church came into existence. The church is a creation of power. The church is wired with power. The church is meant to manifest power. And the power that's given to the church is a power that has no limits. Do you understand that? It's a power that has no limits. So the church, therefore, is a student of the spirit of that power. Hallelujah. The church is a student. In other words, the church understands what was done in Christ that gave the church existence. That's what we do. When we come together and we teach God's word and we fellowship with the gospel, we are fellowshipping with power. Power beyond what natural words can convey or describe. That's what we're doing. So our challenge is that we see each other, we see one another, and we have to school ourselves to walk beyond the flesh, to see beyond the flesh. That's why Paul says that we know no man after the flesh. In other words, when I see you, I see you as a custodian of power. I see you as a steward of Christ's resurrection. Whatever ability was released when he rose, that ability is in you now. So if I need healing, I don't need to go to heaven. I need to come to you. Glory to God. 
what am I being good? He said, you may walk worthy. So there is having power. There is walking in power. Walking in power is how much you are able to acknowledge. Your acknowledging is where the work of faith is. Because as you hear, your understanding opens up. As it opens up, you learn to acknowledge more. It's like this. You are invited to a large table full of good things. Then you begin to take from that table. Now, if you don't know all on the table belongs to you, you will, in quotes, out of timidity and shyness, take only a little portion from the head of the table, saying, I don't want to be too greedy. But when it comes to bonus, for when you open one dish, you find healing and health. You open another, you find abundance and prosperity. You open yet another, you see divine comfort available for all the saints. So open each dish, knowing all in the dishes is for you. For the table was set for you. Do not stand from the table until you are full. And when you are full, Say, give me more and take more. It's your father's table. Take all that is necessary, for there is nothing on that table that is not prepared for you. And all on that table will bring you to the full experience of that which Christ redeemed you for. Glory to God. So you don't say, just little, and that's enough. No, you take more. You keep taking more. You can have a second helping, and a third helping, and a fourth helping. You never get too greedy when it comes to redemption. You just keep taking it says the communication of a faith becomes effectual as you acknowledge. So I, I, it's like this. In this estate, in this holy estate, I see more of what belongs to me. I move in on that area and begin to enjoy more in that area. I am not like those who don't have. I'm not beggarly. I'm a son. I'm a joint here with Christ Jesus. Because I'm an heir, I'm learning of the inheritance. And the more I learn, the more I affirm. That's why a lot of times your experiences and your work can't seem to go beyond your speaking. Because that which you are not bold to say, you are not bold to walk in. Glory to God. So when we preach and teach, we give you what to say. We give you what to acknowledge. So that when we give those things to you, that's the substance, you are receiving what you are meant to acknowledge, what you are meant to walk in. In other words, I am this kala sugopara, ezuso nongre, igi sugrutakia, e kaka, tigeliko kugushtegi gesike, oh, bake, fresti gesise, prokusa. Who's the person that came here with a migraine this evening? You came here with a migraine this evening. Who's the person? Look at me. Just look at me. Which side of the head is it? Exactly. Just look at me. It's going right now. It's, it's going, yeah, it's going right now. It's going right, right now. It's going right now. Check it now. Check, is it gone? Is it gone? Is it gone? Okay, this is just to say, is it gone? Is it gone? Now, atano guste, freniala kashte kuzakaya, as a song grow kiasta alige kidigi for you see, you will point at them from the front to the back. And when you point, healings will take place there. It will take place there, right there. For you will direct my power with your finger. And you will see people loosed. And when you are ministering to one, the one behind will say, before you came to me, the power reached me. I'm already healed. Yeah, you can write it down. This table is full. This table is rich. This table, I hear the Spirit say, yeah, you, sir, the struggle is over. The struggle is over. The struggle is over. The last three months of last year, that which you sought and pursued and couldn't catch, the next five months, it will be a different thing entirely. For new things will spring up for you. 
and you begin to experience a supernatural propelling force that will cause you to make supernatural progress. We eat from that table. We don't draw back. It's the Father's table. He came by his the death and the burial and resurrection of Jesus. So you don't draw back as a believer. You take as much as is offered. You don't say, I've ate chicken enough. You don't say, I'm being greedy. You never get greedy at the table of righteousness. All that is there is yours. All that is served is prepared for you. So you just keep taking and keep taking. And that's what happens. When Koma Gike, Ligo Guga, Sibre Kuda Kile Gishte, Agugun Sevrosile Kachte, Ah Kakugelege Gishte, Igi Sisuguru Katia. Thank you. Thank you. There is a fear that has come upon your heart that your loved one will die, but your loved one will not die. For the enemy is advertising that which he has no power to do. He is waiting on you to agree with him, even through fear that that loved one will be there. But say, no, 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 no. The author of life lives in me. Therefore, because of me, that person lives. That person lives. That person lives. That person lives. Mention their name and tell them that they will live. They will live and not die. Tell them that because of you, they will live and they will not die. Glory to God. What are we doing? We are taking from that table. Oh, that's what we're doing. The temple is here, but you can't physically see it. But it's here in the spirit. It's here in the spirit. When you open one dish, you see something new. You open another, you see something else. I can't tell you. Don't 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 throw the plans about traveling, about having your education beyond the beyond the shores of this nation. Don't throw away that expectation that you have had before. And things have turned around the last two years, and you are trying to adjust. Do not adjust your faith. Let your faith reach into his abundance. His abundance can still cause things to work together for your good. So let your faith stay with what you believed originally and it will bring it to pass. It will bring it to pass. It will bring it to pass. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The communication of your faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you. Say there are good things in me. Say there are good things in me. I'm God's investment upon the earth. Glory to God. Galatians chapter 3. Are you coming along tonight? I hope you brought your dancing shoes tonight. Glory to God. Are you there? Galatians chapter 3, I read from verse 1. Pay attention to the words that Paul uses. It's all foolish Galatians. Who has bewitched you? That you should not obey the truth. Before whose eyes Jesus Christ has been evidently set forth, crucified among givers too. This only will I learn of you. Receive ye the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith. Are you so foolish? Having begun in the Spirit, are you now made perfect in the flesh? Notice, this only will I learn of you. In other words, there is only one thing that is important in our conversation. With respect to redemption and what God has done, there's only one thing I require of you when it comes to understanding. Received you, the Spirit, by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith. Another phrase for the hearing of faith is that, or is it by the works, your works, your faithfulness, or God's faithfulness? Received you, the Spirit. So Paul was calling the attention to one thing. You have received the Spirit. You began in the spirit. Your identity is spirit. Your location is spirit. 
If you have the Spirit, then you are in the Spirit. Then you began in the Spirit, and the Spirit dwells in you. It says you received the Spirit by the works of the law, by the hearing of faith. In other words, it was you hearing of God's faithfulness. That's how you received the Spirit. You heard about what God has done. The doings of God is what gave you Spirit. Say amen. In other words, if you doings of God gave you Spirit, are you now made perfect by the works of the flesh? So it was what you had about God's faithfulness. That's what's calling the hearing of faith. The Bible says that you are saved by grace through faith, yet not of yourself. It is the gift of God, lest any man should boast. So you were saved by grace through faith. It was grace which is the doing of God. That's the walking of God. That is the message you had about what Christ did. It was that walking that you had that gave you spirit. Let me say it this way. When you had the word of the gospel, and you make Jesus your Lord and Savior, you receive the forgiveness of sins, isn't it? That forgiveness of sins is also known as you receive the spirit. You receive redemption. So you are no longer in the flesh, but in the spirit. It says, receive ye the spirit. Say, I've received the spirit. Say, I've received the spirit. I'm not going to go into the spirit. I've already received the spirit. You went into the spirit when you believed the gospel. Because the spirit came into you. So when the spirit came into you, you are now in the spirit. Or the spirit you received is now your identity and your address. So when we are looking at you now, we address you as being in the spirit. In other words, having begun in the spirit. Are you so foolish? What is he calling foolishness? He's saying a believer who does not acknowledge the reality of the spirit is foolish. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, the challenge and the challenge we have as believers is to acknowledge every other reality but spirit reality. The reality of the fact that you were born of the spirit, you are in the spirit, and the spirit is in you, is the reality that you and I are meant to stay with. He said, haven't begun in the spirit. You have your genesis, your origin in the spirit. Are you now made perfect by your works? In other words, if you got the spirit, you received the spirit by the conduct of God, then your conduct is not going to bring into perfection. Only his conduct can bring into perfection. Can you understand that now? So he says, I haven't begun in the spirit. So he says, what reality are you meant to acknowledge? Spirit. You were born of the spirit. So you are now in the spirit. And the spirit is now in you. That's why when it comes to expressing the spirit, it's because you are in the spirit and you began in the spirit. Look at Galatians 5 and verse 25. It's in Galatians. Because many times, when it's time to express the things of the Spirit, we have believers who are waiting for the Spirit, or who are trying to get in the Spirit. You can't get into where you already are. You're already in the Spirit. Hallelujah. You're already in the Spirit. This is a spiritual gathering. There are physical entities here, but you are is a spiritual gathering. In other words, we are the enclave, the shrine of the Spirit tonight. So all the activities of the Spirit, they are present here tonight. Say Amen. They are present here tonight. It is as you acknowledge. See what it says in that Galatians 5 and verse 25. It says, if we live in the spirit, let us also what? Walk in the spirit. Can you see that? Now, a better translation is this. Since we live, because if is not conditional, we actually live in the spirit. So since we live in the spirit, let us also what? Walk. So as a result of living in the spirit, living in the spirit is not your walk, it's God's walk. God brought you into the spirit by giving you his spirit. But walking in the spirit is your walk. So let's put it this way. You live in the spirit by God's walk. You walk in the spirit, that is your walk. 
And that's where faith is required. Hallelujah. Let me say it again. You live in the spirit. You are meant to walk in the spirit. To walk in the spirit means to express spirit. You express spirit. Why? Because that is your origin. That is your beginning. That is your genesis. That's where you hail from. Now, why don't we have believers walk fully in the things of the spirit? Because they acknowledge many other realities, but not spirit. But when you acknowledge that, where did I begin? In the spirit. I am of the spirit. I'm born of the spirit. Then the things of the spirit find expression through me. First Corinthians 1 from verse 4. The Bible says that you are enriched by him in all utterance and all knowledge. So that the testimony of Christ is confirmed in you. You come behind in no gift. Oh, glory to God. The testimony of You come behind in no gift. Remember that table that we spoke about earlier on. So you look at one table. Okay. Uh, okay, that one is, that dish is called miracle. You open it, you take miracles. You saw another dish, design of spirits. You open it, you take the of spirits. You understand? You go to another table, say that, let me see this one. Oh, this one is a special faith. You open it, take it. Why? He said, you come behind a no gift. He said, you are enriched by, so the way God, so to speak, enriches a man, God's wealth is spirit. So when God gives you spirit, he's giving you all. In Galatians 3.13, the Bible says, Christ has redeemed us from the cause of law. They made a cause for us, as it is written. Cause is every man that angered on the tree. That what? The blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles. What's that blessing? That we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Well, the promise of the Spirit is a promised Spirit. Did I say that again? The promise of the Spirit is what? The promised Spirit. So listen carefully. What, a, what the Bible calls Abraham's blessing is a promised spirit. It's a promised spirit. Now, it was Abraham's blessing. It was a promised spirit. So the promised spirit is called Abraham's blessing. So we called Abraham blessed because he believed in a promised spirit. Listen carefully. You don't believe in a promised spirit. You believe in the spirit dwelling inside of you. So in John 8.56, the Bible says, Jesus talking to the Pharisees said that, Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day. And he saw it and he was glad. At that time, Abraham was about 117 years old. He went upon the mountain. And there was a holy drama going on. He knew when God said, take now your son, your holy son. Abraham knew, Abraham knew drama is going on. Because I don't have one son, not one only son. I have more than one. So take now your son, your only son. Is God's parable of saying, I will take my son, my only son. Because the word only is a language of redemption. Abraham understood. That's why before Abraham climbed the mountain, he told the servants, me and the son are going yonder to worship, we shall return. Abraham knew Isaac won't die there. Abraham was a prophet. Are you with me tonight? So when Abraham climbed that mountain, went through the drama, he knew. Because before he got there, Abraham was waiting. So the only one who will die on the mountain is only one, God's only son. That's why there was no need to place a knife on Isaac's neck, neck. Because Isaac is not a sacrifice. Christ is a sacrifice. So when Abraham climbed that mountain, Abraham saw the resurrection of Jesus. He saw what it meant. And the Bible says, Jesus said, Abraham rejoiced to see my day. At the honor and seventeen, Papa Abi, this is not rejoicing. No. <laughs> No, Abraham jumped up. He ran. He shouted. He laughed at the 117. 
As if that wasn't enough, Luke 10, verse 17, the disciples came back. They were preaching the gospel of the kingdom. What was that gospel? The kingdom of God is coming near you. That's the message Christ told them to go and preach. Why? Because Christ was yet to go to the cross. But as we were preaching, so potent was the message that demons were flying out. Sicknesses were being healed. The kingdom has not come. It is come. This is near. So they were surprised. Even demons are subject to us. Your neighbor says, oh, in that rejoice not that demons are subject. <laughs> for I behead Satan as lightning fall from heaven. When you guys went, as we were preaching, I saw him. I saw he lost his position when you guys were preaching. I saw him. He said, but in this rejoice that your names are written in heaven. In other words, if you were preaching the kingdom is near and demons were being cast out, your names written is the kingdom has come. And the said, in that hour, Jesus rejoiced in the spirit. Your own Jesus, your gentle Jesus make a man. He ran, he shouted. Why was he doing that? He saw you. He saw me through the eyes of the cross. He saw that the spirit will come in and live inside of you. Jesus jumped and ran. Glory to God. He saw for the first time men indwelled by the spirit of God. In that hour, what hour there was? An experience. There was a revelation. Jesus saw. In that hour, Jesus rejoiced in the spirit. He was not quiet. Glory to God. That's why when we come together, we are celebrating. We are demonstrating. We are relieving. That's an experience. It was not possible that they should hold him bound. So the minute that the gates of hell, they opened up. And they opened up the gates. And they came out. Our rejoicing has never ceased. It has never stopped. The psalmist said, this is the day that the Lord has made. We, we, I, we will rejoice. 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 And be glad in it. It's the day of the new creation. That day of that resurrection. Say the spirit lives in me now. The spirit lives in me now. My name is written in heaven. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That's why when I hear people saying stories. Yes. What if they check your name and your name is not there? You know how foolish that statement is? Do you suppose there is a list in heaven where they are checking your name? They will not ask Kolade Banjoko and they are checking the list. The name that your natural father gave you is the name that God gave you. No, your name is Son of God. 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 That 
that's where wherever you hear people saying there's going to be jars or enchantment and they're taking your name to the village give them your middle name say it's not enough it's not complete take transportation money take it there if it answers i'm not saved whatsoever is born of god overcomes the world this is the victory this is the victory this is the victory that overcomes the world even our faith no weapon that is fashioned against my kind shall prosper. I've been to hell already. I've been to death already. I came out alive because he lives. I live also. I've seen death face to face. Death bowed. Death caved in. Death was defeated. Life overcame death. I'm proof that Jesus is alive and well. I have the spirit living inside of me. So when people tell you, while you rejoice, he said, ah, my victory is not be today. It's not be today. And he said, ah, the way this year is going, tell them there's something in me that wins. There's something in me that overcomes. I'm born of God. I overcome the world. I'm more than a conqueror through him that has loved me. <sighs> Sit down one minute. That's why. The Bible says, you have gone little children, and you have overcome them. For greater is he that is in you than he that is where? In the world. This is no ordinary gathering. This is no ordinary gathering. We already come out of spiritual death. We are now in life. Glory to God. So our rejoicing is our norm. That's why Paul says rejoice evermore. Evermore rejoice. It means it's always appropriate to laugh. Someone say, are you laughing for no reason? Ah, there's plenty of reason. It's too late to fail. Do you understand? If only God can help me, I am marvelously helped of God. Marvelously helped of God. Didn't you to hear what is written? I will never leave you. I will never leave you. I will never, I will never, I will never. That's what I'm saying. I will never leave you. Forget so that you may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. I will not be afraid. How can you, a believer, be traveling and you are praying silly prayers? Oh God, that's where going. Go with me. With you where? Where was he before? He said, I will never leave you. I will never leave you. I will never leave you. He didn't say, I will never leave when you pray. He didn't say, I will never leave when, okay, except you serve. I will never leave you. He said, I will never leave you. Even when you didn't know you needed him to go, he was always with you. I will never leave you in the first You can boldly say. So there are things we can boldly say now. I can boldly say, there is no weapon that is fashioned against this man that will prosper. I can tell you, in the next 10 years, I'll be alive and well. In the next 20 years, I will live long. There is no virus or sickness or disease that will snuff me out. This life is bigger. This life is higher. This life is mightier than any sickness or disease on the surface of the earth. I walk in absolute dominion, in absolute authority. I rule and reign and prevail in all areas of life. There is no mountain before me that cannot surmount. I was born to surmount mountains. I was born to overcome obstacles. There is no challenge. I laugh in the face of opposition. I stand for calamity. I make mismeet of every challenge of life. I was born for such a time as this. I was born for such a time as this. Glory to God. The spirit of living God dwells in me. When you are looking for God, look for me. Glory to God. 
says, I want to use too much for social linkages. He said, Come everybody down. Say, Let's first laugh. <laughs> Sister, can't you see that this is very serious? That's why I'm also being very serious. So why are you saying this? This is a very serious thing. Yes, I'm getting very serious. <laughs> I don't understand this, brother. I don't understand this, brother. We said that this is very sure, but we need to pray. He said, yes. The Bible says, rejoice evermore. Then pray without ceasing. So my praying is not complete until I've rejoiced. So I first rejoice. <laughs> because I know this challenge shall be no more. This difficulty shall not stand. I was born bigger, stronger, and mightier than this. Greater is he that is in me. Glory to God. I know how the air will be. The helper is on my inside. I know how the air will be. I'm no longer confused. I can't be confused. I have direction. In all that I do, I enjoy God's marvelous help. His grace is more than sufficient. Glory to God. That's why never throw in the towel because the greater one on the inside will never say no. It will never give up. Remember Paul was angry. Are you so foolish? Haven't begun in the spirit? Let me say that no English. You began in victory. You began in victory. Why are you going back to complaints and pity party? You began in the spirit. That's in victory. You began in victory. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God to our Lord Jesus Christ. How did we get that? It was delivered for our offenses. It was raised again for our justification. Therefore, being justified by faith in the fact that he was raised again. We have peace now. So when I'm taking things, I'm taking with all boldness. I'm not doing, I hope it will work. I know it has worked. The word has worked already. The word has worked already. I'm a moving, living proof that the word of God has worked. Wherever I go, the favor of God causes those to open before me. The world has never seen your kind before. I haven't begun in the spirit. You began in victory. How can you throw in defeat, throw in the well in defeat? That's where you started from. Your origin is spirit. Your origin is victory. That's what it means to be in the spirit. It means to be in victory. To be in all that Christ has accomplished. Glory to God. You are the laughter of God throughout the ages. You are the laughter of God throughout the ages. When you stand before a challenge, that is God laughing at the challenge. Saying, uh -huh, uh -huh, something bigger than you has come. Uh -huh, that's what it means. So we don't run away from opposition. We laugh in the face of calamity. Somebody says, why? When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion. We are like them that dream. And I want to tell you something. That captivity is the resurrection of Jesus. When he rose from the dead, my captivity was turned. When he rose, I rose. When he was speaking, I was speaking. When he sat, I sat. Glory to God. The same spirit. The same spirit. The same spirit. The same spirit. So Paul comes to you and tells you, but you are not in the flesh. Hey. He says, you are not in your skin. Mm -mm, that's, we're not talking skin now. You are not in the flesh means you are not in sin. 
You are not in the first Adam. You are not in the flesh. If it is so, that the Spirit of God dwells in you. So the Spirit of God dwells in you. That dwelling is identity. If any man has not the Spirit of God, he is none of his. So I am one of his. By the Spirit that dwells in me, I am one of his. Ephesians 2 says, we are God's workmanship. Created in Christ Jesus unto good works. We are not we're going to be. We are God's workmanship. As a perfect master craftsman, when he finished the product, he put his stamp on his product. That stamp is spirit. Glory to God. The same way you wear designer things, and you'll find that every product a designer is proud to produce, it will put his logo. God put his logo on you. God's logo is spirit. You were sealed with our Holy Spirit. That's what it means. So you're not a beggarly individual. You're not somebody seeking help. You are the help that the world needs. Yes, you are the help that the world needs. If you haven't begun in the spirit, are you now made perfect? Received you to spirit by the works of law or by the reign of faith. Did you not hear about God's faithfulness? How your sins were forgiven? How you were called out of darkness into his marvelous light. How you were a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. That you should show forth the praise of him who has called you out. You are already called out. Now you are in marvelous light. So you are now in marvelous light. Darkness is far from you. You can't be confused. It's too late to be confused. <laughs> Direction lives on your inside. Somebody says, Pastor, you don't understand. It's just a few days into the year. I'm already saying, you stranded? You can never be stranded. You can never be stranded. You are marvelously helped of God. You can never be stranded. Isaiah's prophecy is fulfilled in you. They will walk and not be weary. They will run and they will not faint. No, because they say another strength entirely. The strength of the Most High is tabernacled on your inside. No wonder Jesus sad because he knows that the spirit lives in you. Glory to God. You are the reason why Jesus told them. <laughs> All authority is given unto me in heaven and earth. Go ye therefore. Why do you think he said that? All authority is given unto me in heaven and earth. I think he should have said, Ye go. He said, Go ye therefore. All authority is given to when he said given to me, they need meant to me means to them because as he is. Go ye therefore, and lo, I am with you. Let me say it in the original text the I am is with you. Ah, you didn't hear me. The I am is with you. Go ye therefore, lo, I am, or the I am is with you. He didn't send a deputy with you. He went with you. Hey. He left their physical sight so they are asked to comprehend his invisible presence. Because if they kept seeing physically, they won't realize that it was in them. But it was in them. They didn't understand. So he had to leave their physical sight so that their understanding can embrace spiritual realities. The Jesus that sits in the chair beside you He's not as real as the one that lives inside you by his spirit. Because the one that lives in you by the spirit, only faith can help you to appropriate and to express him.
So he left their sight. He had been there for three and a half years. They were used to seeing and touching. He said, that's the problem. As long as you can see and touch, you will never come to grip with the fact that I now live inside of you. Because scripture has been fulfilled. I will pray the Father. He shall give you another comfort that he may abide with you forever. In that day you shall know I'm in the Father. And the Father in me. And I in you. In that day you will come to realize. He wanted them to realize. It's a gradual realization. It's that realization that makes Peter. You see in our day when a man of God does that. He will say he's proud. Peter went to a man. Look on us. Oh my God. He didn't say, we are poor, wretched servants. Just look to Jesus. No, no, no. Heal them first. Then tell them, look to Jesus. Give him praise. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. He said, I am is with you. Peter said, look on us. Is the migraine gone? Is he gone? Did I touch you? But I pointed at you. And I said, look at me. Isn't it? Why did I do that? I am is with you. I am is with you. If you have any pain, any limit, you can come here. I'll show you how it's done. It's not, it's, it's nice. He said, ah, that one just worked. No, it didn't just work. Oh. <laughs> so I hope the spirit will allow. No, you know, it can't so sugar. It's the gig sugar out here. The ministry of laying on of hands from this hour comes into stronger, stronger expression, stronger expression, stronger expression. In the name of the Lord Jesus, stronger expression. Elanango, Zumatele Vrashti, Suguri Yatakai, Oguna, Gungele, Gigili, Ogujan, Dristiki, Siki, Siki, Likalaste. For there is more, much more. And you know there is more, there's much more. Na Asetia, Kugugale, Tike, Opo, Pefre, Dike, Gishte, that which you want struggle to express from this day, from this day. Begin to express holy boldness comes upon you. Holy boldness, holy boldness, holy boldness, holy boldness comes upon you, comes upon you, and you find expression like never before. It will be a beginning, a new beginning for you. Palakite, Jesus brands the kilagaro. Oh, mangri, is the suntolagia. Lift up your hands tonight and give him thanks and give him praise. More gifts released. More strange ministers raised. Elatio, Bruce, Sike, Dike, Katia, Atalia, Kugugugusso, Brokose. As the spreading begins, so the boldness increases. So the boldness increases. So the hearts of men are stirred up. So there's a readiness to walk. So there's a stronger commitment. The supernatural is real in your life. The supernatural is real in your experience. Elagrie, Stesso, Brokogasta, Galangia. Open your eyes. You have just listened to a message of Oikea Christian Center. 
For other messages, visit our website at www.oikiacc.org. Remain blessed.